Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Her father has threatened to physically and personally evict me from my apartment because he says I'm harassing her daughter. She has threatened to stab me, cut me deep, and she's not going to stop until I'm in the grave. That's what she says all the time. How do you two know each now other, and how did it get this bad, and and what's going on? This is the plate of James Papa. He says that F. Bennett's the most evil person he's ever had the displeasure of knowing. She falsely called the cops on him five times. She owes him $3,000 he loaned to her. She won't pay him back, and he's suing for it. Here and now. This is the defendant, Alyssa Zenki. She says the plaintiff's been the one harassing her, and she doesn't owe him any money. He loaned the money to her ex-boyfriend, and he's the one the plaintiff should be suing, not her, because she owes nothing. She's accused of not repaying a loan. All parties, please hit your right hand. What you are about to witness is real. The participants are not actors. They are actual litigants with a case pending in civil court. Both parties have agreed to drop their claims and have their cases settled here before Judge Marilyn Millian in our forum, the People's Court. The People's Court is now in session. The Honorable Judge Marilyn Millian is not presiding. Litigants have been sworn, Yona. Thank you, Douglas. You're welcome. Okay, Mr. Papa, what happened? Uh, I met Alyssa Zenquist about three years ago through a friend of mine. And since since that, she has done nothing but harass me. I have harassment charges against her. She has an open warrant against her right now. I'm about to file another warrant against her because she's trying to get me evicted from my apartment. Her father has threatened to physically and personally evict me from my apartment because he says I'm harassing her daughter. She has threatened to stab me, cut me deep, and she's not going to stop until I'm in the grave. That's what she says all the time. How do you two know and each other, and how saying, did it get this bad, and and what's going on? You you two met through a third party who was her boyfriend? Yes. Okay, is he still her boyfriend? I don't know. Okay, is he still your boyfriend? Um, Ms. Zenquist? No, I haven't spoke to him. No, I haven't spoke to him. We have a child together, but okay. he's not When was around. the last time you spoke to him? Um, It's been like uh, two weeks, three weeks since I spoke to him last. And he doesn't see the child? No, he's he's in um, James's presence. He's He knows where he is. I don't. How, how do you know he's in James's presence? Because he's his, um, he's his money 
he's his money person. He gives him his money, Your Honor. He, that's where he gets his money from. He has nothing without him. You're talking about your, your, fa your child's father. Yes, I was under the impression that this relationship was way different than what it really was. And basically I got bamboozled and now he's trying to sue me to like make it worse. I don't. Okay. I let's go back to um, 2018 and the things that you're suing about. How did it come to pass that you loaned both her ex and her money? How did that happen? They were in the hotel and they had to pay for it. They needed somebody to pay for it. I went down and paid the bill because they said they would pay me back when they both got jobs and when they had money. How did you know the boyfriend? I met him because he was in a nursing home with my niece who is now deceased. When you taking say care of, he was in the nursing home also and he was taking care of my niece. Taking care of your niece. And he Yes, he was in the nursing home but helping her with daily needs, wheeling her around, helping feed her. He was very helpful and that's how I met him. Okay. And are you still <laughs> friends with him? Yes, I am, but he is homeless on the streets. He does not live with me. If he calls me for cigarettes, for food, for a ride to a, a clinic, I will take him there, Your Honor. Okay. But you won't take can him I, to see his son. Can I ask you, uh, tell me about all this money that you say you loaned. Go through it with me. All right. I paid for the motel. The motel was $384 a week. I did their wash every day. Or and according to you, you paid for four weeks. How many weeks of the motel? Four weeks. Okay. Go on. Uh, cigarettes every day, which was a cigarettes. pack and a half a day. Wait, cigarettes, cigarettes every day? Cigarettes for the both, for, pack of them, uh, three packs cigarettes of cigarettes Cigarettes are for people who can pay for housing. Why, why are you buying them cigarettes? Like, you're suing for $800 in cigarettes. Why just not provide <laughs> them? Well, you're suing for $420, her, her part of the $840. See, just, why not just... Not buy the cigarettes. Like necessities are necessities. Homelessness is homelessness. They have a baby, but you're you're keeping them well fed in cigarettes because it was what they wanted every day. They wanted cigarettes and okay, but I want crack. Are you going to buy me crack every day? I mean, like you know that that's not a necessity. I mean, when you're helping people out, I understand helping them out for a roof over their head, but buying them eight hundred and something dollars worth of cigarettes is kind of a luxury. <laughs> cigarettes. What else are you suing for? The hotel. The Cigarettes. The food every day. Food every day? Yes. I was making food, bringing it up to them. I was taking them out to eat. They were going to Wawa for breakfast. They were going to Wawa for lunch and dinner. I took them out to eat every day. Okay. Back in 2018, three years ago, do you have receipts for that? I don't have any of the receipts. I was on a, I had a credit card. My credit card was maxed, and now uh, it's in default, and they won't send me any of the records. Uh, laundry bill, because according to you, what? I did their laundry for them. I live in Pensacola and drove to Lawrenceville like every other day with their laundry uh, and everything else they needed. I took her to see her children on supervised visits from uh, Lawrenceville to Trenton. She stopped at Wawa, bought snacks for the children every time she went, Your Honor. Her children were in diaphus care because she was an addict on drugs and was not allowed to see her children. So why are you spending all, what is your motivation? in pouring money on this couple in particular. My mother taught me never look down on anybody unless you're giving them a hand up. And that's what I tried to do because they promised to pay me back. But why is a job. drug addict, what I don't get is you have a lot of complaints now because you're in court and you say she's the most evil person you ever met. So why in particular this couple? 
because of your friendship with her ex and your connection with her ex and the fact that he took care of your niece and yes right all right uh let me hear your side miss zenquist he says um, you owe him three grand uh, um he's never given me anything directly he made it a um in the beginning he would do those things because he wanted me to believe that his relationship with my ex was just platonic so that he wanted to look like he was his mentor. That's what he uses. That he was just trying to help. But once he realized that I wasn't going anywhere and that it wasn't just a, a fling thing, that he, then he started to be malicious. I maybe got some. Wait, I'm sorry. What, when you was his relationship with your ex platonic or not? No, ma'am. No. So they had a physical relationship. Anything. Yes, ma'am. How did you find that out? I've seen he's um, James has sent me naked photos of my ex. During and the time that you were dating me, him? Yes. And he's made it a point to tell me that my ex was gay and that he didn't want to be with me. He has called my children's father to try to get my children taken from me. Like when did I want to I want to I want to do something. I want to go back in time. And according to you, the yes. money he's sending you is because he he wants your ex um, in every yes. sense. And and when did things go so wrong? Like they went they went wrong it would be it was about six or seven months um um my were ex you, went into jail were you pregnant um no i wasn't pregnant yet so after that you got pregnant yes because your ex I, went into jail I, and you find out that he he doesn't like well maybe he likes both but um both kinds of wine you you find out yes. that he, uh and and you stay with him and then and then you get pregnant with him how'd that work out now yes um <laughs> Not too good. All right. But so I learned my lesson and I just want to be left alone. Okay. And he, I'm not with him anymore. He's with him and he's still attacking me because okay. I have the baby. Because, okay. So let me understand something. Um, when was the first time that, that, that you and the plaintiff didn't get along and why? Like, what was it that happened that made you realize what was? Um, okay. In the motel, when we were staying in the motel, um, it would be times where my ex would say, um, I'm going to, James is going to give us some money. Um, I'm going to go help him with a few things, but you can't come. You have to stay here. And I had to stay there all day till eight o'clock at night by myself because James would not let me get in the car. And after that, it pretty much was the same. I was not allowed in his car. I was not allowed to go. So Kyle got money when did him. you confront your ex and say, hey, what's going on? Um, pretty soon after that. And he denied it denied it denied it um he's in love with me i just was like arm candy for him it was nothing like that um and then i didn't find out until my ex went into jail what'd your ex go to jail around. for um he he has a different stuff from drug offenses different things okay so that. he goes to jail and he's no longer around and then how do you find out then um james starts contacting me wanting to gossip like oh because he wasn't around to, you know, get mad at him about telling me. So he figured, I'm going to tell her now. So he started, to, he even came to my house to, to tell me and speak to me in person about it. Like, and, and say what? To be what did friend. he say? Oh, he said, um, we were dating. We've been dating since before you met him. We've been dating. How old is your and ex? He, 28. 28 or 29, I think. Okay, go on. Um, we've been dating and... Uh, I don't think he's bisexualist. I think he's gay because I said maybe he's bi. I'm, he has to be if he's with me. <laughs> um, and then he he sent me the pictures of him. Who um, said some of the pictures he was on 
Mr. Papa sends you naked pictures of your ex to prove to you that he's in a relationship yes. with him. He, yes, and yes, he was he was unconscious. Did you do that, them. Mr. Papa? I sent her. I, what I did was, Your Honor, I took pictures of Kyle when he was at my house, so whacked out because he's a drug addict, she's a drug addict, and I was trying to prove to I'm Kyle not. this is how far gone you are, and you need to get your act together to become the person that I met originally. As far as a physical relationship, Your Honor, there is none. This is all in Alyssa's mind. The pictures I took were to show how bad he really is. He is now homeless. Was he naked in him? Yes. Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Whether it's routine maintenance and emergency repair or a dream project, Angie lets you compare quotes from multiple local pros, browse homeowner reviews, and even book a service instantly. Angie's been connecting people with skilled pros for nearly 30 years. So the next time you have a home project, bring it to Angie to get your job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Did Mr. Papa, according to you, actually tell you I'm in a relationship with him or, or you assumed that from the name? Yes. Oh, yes. M- Mr. Papa actually has a restraining order on Kyle that states in the restraining order that they were in a dating relationship. And my ex had domestic violence, that he had hit him and that he had taken money from him. He Mr. Papa, did you file right a restraining order and within the facts There's of the restraining no order restraining. swear that, in fact, he, you were in a relationship with the person you just denied to me under oath that you were in a relationship with? There is no rela- there is no relationship, Your Honor. There is that isn't no my question. Order. My question was, there did was you no, apply for no a restraining order and say that you were in a relationship? There is no restraining order. It's a no contact order. Yes, there is. Did I you apply it. for a no contact <laughs> order and say yes, in and you, and in the facts you said I'm in a relationship with him? I said I was. Okay, but you just told me there was never a relationship, but you swore well, to another judge that there was. No, it's not a sexual relationship. It's a relationship, a friendship, relationship, whatever you want to call it, Your Honor. Okay. Uh, it, why aren't you suing English. Kyle? No, Kyle, I have a, I have a, a notarized statement from Kyle in the amount of $18,000. And Alyssa knows about that because she saw that statement. He agreed to pay his half. A promissory He's note in the nothing. amount of how much? $18,000. Why 18000 Because that's what I've lent Kyle over the course of I don't know how long. Were there any strings attached? <laughs> no. What do you mean strings attached, Your Honor? I think we both know what I mean. But no, uh, my question to no you is attached. what evidence do you have that Ms. Zenquist, if, if, if you have this lengthy, lengthy history of $18,000 worth of money going your way towards the 27-year-old, can you tell me what evidence do you have that Ms. Zenquist obligated herself to pay any of those debts? She told me when, we were, when she was in the motel that she was going to get a job across the street from the motel. She was going to get the money from her father. She was going to give me money out of the money that her, that her ex uh, the father of her children would send her out of support. This is a promissory that she made me, Your Honor. Other than you say, watch this. Me. Did you promise you'd pay back this money? 
No, Your Honor. Okay, so right now. So it's your word against her. So now my question is, do you have anything to prove it's your way and not her way? Because I have to be careful that you're not just saying this, not because she obligated herself, but because now you guys have dueling restraining orders and dueling police calls, and it's gotten into this nasty thing, and, you know, you're still close to the ex, but not to her, and then she and the ex have a custody issue. I got to make sure it's not for other reasons. I got to make sure that the reason you're suing her is because she actually owes you the money. So in my quest (laughs) to see if that's true, all I'm asking for is you have a text, you have an email, do you have a promissory note, anything where she obligates herself to pay stuff? At this point, no, because I can't pull it up on the phone because it's somehow deleted on my phone. Okay. All right. So Ms. Zenquist, let me ask you this. What has he done to you? He's called my children's father to tell them to uh, tell him to keep my kids from me. He has, um, Con- the reason my father contacted him was because my father was trying to mediate and was like, please leave my daughter alone. But since then, he's filed this lawsuit, this suing thing for me. Since then, we agreed to leave each other alone. I left him alone. Um, then he did this. And then recently, just the other day, he showed up to my apartment building, went to the office and told them that I'm living here with my mom to try to get me and my children thrown out. And which I'm not because they know I'm here. I'm supposed to be here. Um, And then he called the police in front of the lady in the office. And he was like, ah, help. Someone's hitting me. And she was like, nobody's around you. And she actually called the police back and said, don't come out here. This guy's lying. Did you want to respond to that, Mr. Papa? (laughs) I absolutely do. I went to her apartment building, Your Honor, because she called my building trying to get me evicted. I've been there 15 years. I have never had one complaint, not one neighbor complaint, uh, tenant complaint against me until Alyssa started calling the cops. The cops actually came to my house with the search dogs because she said I'm selling drugs and I have uh, I'm bringing homeless men into my house and having sex. Okay, Mr. <laughs> Papa. Um... She thinks this is a joke, Your Honor. She thinks Stop dealing with Kyle. She's a drug addict. She's a drug addict, Your Honor, and doesn't I'm deserve not. to have her children. What happened to, oh, I, what happened to my mother taught me not to look down mm-hmm. unless I'm, I'm giving, helping up? What happened to that part? I believe that, Your Honor. That's a, somebody you, do, keeps, you do still believe that. I still okay. believe that. When somebody beats you with a stick. All right, guys, you we're respond, done. Now is the part where neither one you. of you speak again. All right? Thank you. Okay. 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 Um, Mr. Papa, I do not find that you have sufficiently proven to me that the, that the defendant is obligated to pay back all of this, you know, money that you have been pouring in a 27 year old's lap for, I don't know how long. Um, I don't find that you have any scintilla of proof that she is supposed to pay that back as opposed to him. Um, you don't have any evidence of any of the food, the receipts, all these other things that you're talking about that you spent, but more importantly, no evidence of the fact that she's obligated to pay them. I'm finding in favor of the defendant in this case. I respect your decision. Thank you. Goodbye. So the plaintiff, obviously upset, has just departed the uh, proceedings here. Let me talk to Ms. Zenquist, the defendant. He made a lot of charges against you, uh, Ms. Zenquist. How do you feel about that? Um, I've been dealing with this for a long time. Um, I don't really feel anything at all because it's just not true, and God doesn't like ugly, so that's why what happened here happened Let me ask you about 
Do you think this is going to end this problem you've been having with him? I mean, you did win. You don't owe him the money. It's over on my part. I have nothing to say to him, but I don't think he's going to stop harassing me. No, no, no. Yeah, because he didn't win. Now he's mad. Well, look, congratulations. You prevailed in this lawsuit. Let's hope let's hope your problems don't get any worse, at least. Right, thank you very <laughs> thank much. You. And that'll wrap it up for this case. OK, Harvey. Well, Doug, we've talked about this before, but it's so easy to avoid a lawsuit when you write out and spell out exactly what the deal is. Who owes who what, when it's due. Do it in a text. Do it in an email. You don't even need a formal contract. But if you don't do it, welcome to the People's Court. What advice would you give parents raising children in society today? Be on it. Um, be on it. Don't ever turn your back on don't it. Don't you? No. Right. Be on it. You are a spy in your own house. Um, these, I, I believe, I, I always told my children, you are being raised by the golden rule. She who makes the gold makes the rules. Hey, what about he? Who uh, makes the gold well, I'm the one, and, <laughs> I'm the one disciplining them. Let's face it. Your parenting theory is I'm a coming girl. Yeah, okay, so you know, but right. but their phones are my phones. They are yeah, not their phones. They know there's no fourth. Amendment there's no fourth amendment. There's no right to privacy in my right. house. Be on it. Read it. Right. I, I just took. I don't care how many people. Send me an email now. I do not care. You can send me all the emails you want about respecting their privacy. No, that is an earned right as yeah. they get older and you can trust them. Right. And it's not just trust them. You, you know, it's trust everyone around them and the influence everyone around them is going to have on them. That way you can catch the cancer before it metastasizes, you see? Right. So if you learn when a child is young because you are on it. You are, you know, you, you look at the phone every blue moon or you sure. you are listening to the conversations. Then you might be able to stop a drug problem before it takes over. You might be able to. Sometimes it could be out of your control. Right. But, it, you know, you you had a case where a 14 year old killed another 14 year old. Right. And if the mother had even looked in that backpack. Yeah. And seen his diary and seen his diary. Yeah. And I, I know that people think, well, that's a terrible. I don't care what you think. I'm opening it up. I'm going to read it. I'm going to look at it and I'm going to be on it. And so, yeah. you know, I'm talking about when in these formative years where everything can go wrong, right. be on it. Yeah. This is the plaintiff, Marcus Slayman. He says he was driving a truck and got pulled over for too much weight and was given a citation because he didn't have a commercial driver's license. The defendants haven't paid him in full for his trip from New York to California, and he wants the $3,386.80 he's owed and is suing for it. These are the defendants, Felix Carlos Campos Jr. and Carlito Campos Santiago. They say the plaintiff hit a tree and didn't tell them about it, so they deducted the damage from his pay. The guy's also suing them for a lawyer because he got a ticket, but it wasn't a moving violation and he didn't need a lawyer, so they're not paying. They're accused of trucking up a trucker. All parties, please raise your right hands. Welcome back to the People's Court. Next case on the docket, the plaintiff says that he drove a truck from New York to California, and now the defendant won't pay him for his work. But the defendant says the guy hit a tree and damaged the truck so badly he deducted that from his pay. It's the case of trucking up a trucker. Thank you, Douglas. You're welcome. 
All right, Mr. Slayman, you are suing Campo Sol Relocation LLC, represented here by Felix Carlos Campos and Carlito Campos, because according to you, you were hired to do a job and promised a certain pay, and they cut your pay and won't pay you what they owe you. Tell me what happened here. Okay, so I met Carlito through doing some work with him in the past. We used to work for a moving company, and he's a truck driver, and we had a very good relationship. Okay, so on Saturday, September 5th, I received a call from Carlito stating that his son Felix needed a driver to drive from Florida to New York to California and back to Florida. Wow. Right. We had a verbal agreement that my salary would be $1,500 per week. So you're hired to drive and it's going to take how many weeks to do all this? To go Florida, New York, to California? The trip ended up taking three weeks. Yeah. And at the end of the first week, did you get paid? I did not. What did they say to you? They told me I had to wait until we finish in California, which was two weeks after we started. All right. And uh, did that sit well with you? It did not. Okay. Well, what had been the agreement? Were you supposed to get paid after each week? We didn't specify. I was under the assumption that I would get paid weekly. Okay. All right. So what ends up happening? Okay. So we made the trip to New York. We made several stops along the way. We unloaded it. We filled back up in New York. We made our way to California. On our way to California, I ended up getting pulled over where the truck was overweight. I did not have a commercial driver's license, and I ended up getting cited for the truck being overweight without um, no valid commercial driver's license. So I don't understand. Do you need a commercial driver's license or you don't? Or you can only be overweight? overweight, you can, so right. a comer- somebody is- with a commercial driver's license can have an overweight truck. That is correct. I just recently found out if it's over twenty six thousand and one pound, you it requires a commercial driver's license. Okay. All right. So what happens? So I end up getting cited, and we had to have Carlito come pick the truck up, and we swapped trucks. I drove the truck that he was driving, and we made our way to California. Okay. So what happens in California? Okay, so in California, we unloaded all three trucks, and then after the job, he paid all of the helpers, because at each stop, like, throughout all the trips, there was helpers there to help us. And at the end of each job, all the helpers were paid. So I was not paid, and then I got mad, and I, de- I demanded payment, and I received a payment in amount of $600 okay. that day. He told me, you don't have to worry about it he because who, you're with which us. One? You don't have to worry about Felix. Felix, he, the son. He explained to me, right. He explained to me that you're with us. You don't have to worry about not getting paid. So he made a payment of $600 and he told me he'll pay me the rest at the end of the trip. Okay. Did anybody tell you, hey, we're going to pay you less? No, not at that time. They didn't tell me that until I got back to Florida when all the trucks were unloaded. And then what did they tell you in Florida? When we returned to Florida and all the trucks were unloaded, they said, um, we're, we're only going to be able to pay you 3500 for the trip. And we're also going to take out $1,000 because the truck was damaged. And was so, the truck damaged? The truck was damaged, but we did not do a pre-trip inspection. And there were multiple people driving the trucks because, like, throughout... Throughout the whole three weeks, 
multiple people had to move the trucks around when we were loading and unloading. Okay. Do you remember damaging the tr the, the truck yourself? Was there ever a time with that you? You damaged know what? Honestly, I'm not. I I don't recall. There, it it's possible. It is possible that the truck might have been damaged, but I never. That's not my question. Remember. My question is, do you did you damage it? But because it looks like the damage that's on the truck that I got pictures of look like, you know, the truck hit an overhang tree or something, a limb. Um, do you recall anything like that right. happening? Um, yes. Yes, Your Honor. Yes, I damaged the truck. Okay. All right. So now you get to Florida and all of a sudden he tells you what? That he's going to pay you how much? 3500 for the truck. And, and minus $1,000 for the truck damage. Okay, now what's going on, Mr. Campos? Okay, so this is the situation. When I um, asked my dad to find somebody, I had worked Marcus before. We had did a, um, another job, and he worked really good. So I said, you know, when my dad um, offered to bring him on to drive for us, I said, okay, that's fine. Um, I liked his attitude. You know, he was a, you know, a hard worker. And I, and I told my dad, I said, listen, uh, we let them know that, you know, our pay will be anywhere from 1200 to a maximum of $1,500 a week. Wait, what's that? Um, so okay. what does that mean? We'll pay you anywhere from this to this. There has to be. All right. So what, what well, amount did you, you settle to, on? We, we, that's the thing. Marcus never discussed anything with me specifically. Okay. And if I'm the person that's paying you, why wouldn't you come to me and talk to me? Everything was through my dad. He well, well apparently dad you're sending dad your dad to speak with him. Uh, so I have the same question of you. Because How much did was he offered to drive? Nobody drives for an approximate. Nobody takes a job that says, well, we'll pay you between X and X. It's a specific amount. What, what was a specific well, amount? That's, the, that's what I told my dad. And I told my dad anywhere from 1200 I said the minimum he would get paid is $1,200 because I did not know. You have to understand when we're picking up jobs in different states, I don't know what I'm picking up yet, so I can't promise somebody $1,500 and I'm not making enough the money to cover the truck, to cover him, and cover everything else. Oh, but and yet somebody could so, take three weeks to drive all over Al's Acres and not know how much he's going to mm -hmm. get paid. That I need to understand, too? He had a ballpark figure. Of a ballpark minimal. figure. Okay. All right, of so then what happens? So, so then we get to California. Uh, we went up some crazy hills and stuff like that um we got done at nighttime so we'll start coming down nobody i didn't know i had damage to my truck and neither did my dad until the next morning marcus never told us that he hit a tree or anything like his damage on his truck was significant enough where you know you hit something okay when did so you he, notice he hit, the damage to the truck i didn't notice until the next morning when marcus told my dad never told me told my dad that the truck was damaged. Okay. And then and what happened? I looked at I went over there and I looked at the truck and I seen that he hit a tree. And I said, Marcus, how do you not know that you hit a tree? And he says, Oh, I don't know. It was dark. Okay, granted. I said, Listen, we have, I think a couple of like a couple hours later, after I calmed down, I told him, Listen, there's damage to that truck, there's thousand dollars deductible on all the trucks. That is through Penske. That's the insurance that I paid extra for if anything happens to the truck. And I told him, I said, if I get charged it, it's coming out of your pay because you're in charge of that truck. You're driving that truck. Everybody's in charge of their own truck. All right, so 
According to you, there's a conversation between him and your dad in California, and 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 what? And your dad. Let's hear from your dad, Mr. Campos Senior. Can you tell me what it is that what conversation you had with him in California? I told him. I explained to him clearly. I told him you can come on this trip. You're gonna make between twelve hundred dollars to fifteen hundred dollars. And I told him clearly before he left for me. Okay. Thirty six hundred. That's what he got paid. Besides the thousand dollars, I gave him two thousand dollars. My son gave him six hundred dollars. Okay. And I told him in California. First question, Mr. Slayman. He says he paid you two thousand. Did he? Yes or no? He gave me two thousand dollars. And then yes, his son, according to him, his son gave you six hundred. Did he? Yes or no? Yes, he okay. did. Okay. Let's take it from there. According to them, okay. then they gave you twenty six hundred dollars. According to you, you should have gotten forty five hundred dollars. Is it accurate that it was explained to you that? Your pay would vary based on the jobs you'd be that jobs having. That is not true. Okay. Do you have any proof, Mr. Um, Campos Senior or Mr. Campos Junior? Do either of you have any proof about what the salary would be? Text, emails, anything that would prove to me what the salary was supposed to be. No, Your Honor, I don't have any texts because that discussion wasn't. Uh, made with me that was made with my father and Mr. Marcus himself. Talk to me about uh, the ticket. Did you tell him that you would pay the ticket? Absolutely, but he never communicated me about the ticket. He never, after the trip, he was upset, whatever reason, he never contacted me again about anything about the ticket or even asked me, hey, what should I do about okay. this ticket? I told him, listen. Mr. Slayman, what know. is it you ended up doing? You hired a lawyer to represent you on the ticket? Why? You, because I lived out of state, I had no way to get back to Iowa. And there well, was, you don't have to get back to no Iowa. Way. Why didn't you just pay it? <laughs> because I didn't want, they were going to accumulate some points on, on my ah. license. And I didn't want, yeah, okay. I didn't want points on my license for, for, this, for this trip. And you don't think that's fair to pass the attorney cost to you? Why, Mr. Um, Campos? Because he should just because, take the points? No, because you know your honor as, as being the judge, they don't automatically give you points. If you don't have an extensive uh, record, a lot of the times they will wait. Yeah, but you have to go in order to do that. You have to fight. If, if you pay exactly. the ticket by, by mail, they're probably going to give you the points. When he told me he got a ticket, I thought it was only for the wait. I didn't realize that he got a ticket for not having a commercial vehicle. Well, I was under the in, commercial license, um, um, but you but license, you, you yeah. were under the impression that he had a commercial license. No, no, I was under the impression that it was for only an overweight ticket. It wasn't about the commercial license. What happened in Florida when you came back, Mr. Slayman? They waited until I finished all the jobs, three weeks of this strenuous labor, to tell me that they're going to not only um, short my pay from um, thirty five hundred, but take a thousand. From off from the thirty five hundred, paying me the twenty five hundred, and I'm supposed to be okay with that. In terms of the truck and the damage, I I agree with the defendants that you know if you damage the truck and it costs them a thousand dollar deductible, then it costs them a thousand dollar deductible. Um, but I do agree with you that. Um, you weren't a partner in this where if if the endeavor makes less money, you're supposed to make less money. I, I would expect them to be able to prove that, that you agree to it. You deny ever having agreed to it. And um, I'm not 
that's not normally what happens to an employee. They don't share. If they're not going to share in making the big bucks, they're also not going to share in whatever loss there is. That's a partner problem, not a, not an employee problem. And uh, if you want to be able to prove it to a court of law, then have some evidence of what you're saying. That's all, because now it's just your word against his. So I'm finding in favor of the plaintiff in the amount that he should have been owed $4,500, and he was only paid $2,600. That would leave $1,900 that he should be paid. Then uh, there are attorney's fees and court costs. And the problem isn't whether or not the defendants agree to pay for them. It's that they don't want to have to pay for an attorney, and they think that it's excessive. Do you have proof that you paid an attorney $750 to show up in traffic court? This is it right here. What's the emo $400 in emotional distress? What's that about? I was not able to work for two days because I was so furious and my, the, the chemicals in my brain were not settled, so I was not able to work I for would think you would take two days off anyway after a three-week solid of not taking any days off. How is that something that they should pay you for? <laughs> Okay, I agree with you on the $1,000 on the rest of the stuff, I agree with him. I don't, uh, unless you're able to carry the burden of proof on your defense, which is, hey, he was, going to, he was going to get paid either this or that, depending on whether the, our business deal went well, and that's not normally how an employee gets paid, I'm finding that he was supposed to get the $1,500. That would mean that there was a deficit of $1,900. I am going to order you to pay the, the ticket clinic costs and the court fees for the ticket, um, because I, I don't think any of you knew that, I mean, any, any of you thought he had a commercial license. You should know if your truck is overweight and you should know if your employee has a commercial license. I'm not going to award any emotional distress. Uh, the tolls, I don't think you, you contest the tolls. So that, uh, leads right. me to a total of $2,886.80 verdicts for the plaintiff. So the plaintiff prevails in this case. He's going to get a little over $2,800. He had been suing for $3,300. $2,800 is what he's going to get. Mr. Campos, uh, both of you, let me ask you, what do you think about what the judge decided just now? Not fair for her to be judging that he never finished the job. His truck was completely loaded. I offloaded it the following week. He shouldn't get paid out because he never finished the job. I don't think the judge understands uh, the way the moving business and even transportation business goes. You don't get paid... Um, any any driver will tell you this. You get paid on what the job covers. If the job cancels and things cancel, you get paid less. All right. Well, you know, it was up to you to really explain it that carefully to the judge. Unfortunately, I you didn't do it that well. Done. And uh, she has well, filed she, against I tried you. For, to. Obviously, you're not happy. Uh, Mr. Slayman, <clears throat> I don't know if you're happy either. You're going to get $2,800, not $3,300. Hey, that's a lot better than... I'm uh, satisfied. I'm satisfied. You are. Yes. Right, good. Look, have you ever done that Something kind of work before, nothing. or was that the first time? Yeah, I've right. been doing. Me, quick question. I've been doing this work for a long time, and you know, ran into plenty of crooks like them. You know. Okay. Thank you very much. Yeah. Congratulations. All right, Harvey. What's your take, Doug? I will say, before going to court, a lot of times these matters can be handled by the state's labor commission. You can check it out by going online and seeing if they mediate disputes like that. I got a lawyer, but it seems they are not helping my case. It's been two months since I got any lawyer help. I heard nothing from them. I'm very upset. What can I do?
if you haven't heard from your lawyer for two months, that might be a good thing. You never know. I mean, everybody thinks, well, I want my lawyer to keep me up to date on everything that's going on. But uh, it's possible that whatever case this person's involved in is moving slowly and that a two-month gap in, in contact is no big deal. Plus, a lot of lawyers, depending on how the billing arrangement is, use unit billing. So if they're going to call you, that phone call is going on the timesheet and you're getting billed for it. And you have to ask yourself, hmm, do I really want another uh, $250, hey, everything's going just fine, uh, expression of keeping me up to date by the attorney. So it's not necessarily um, a great thing to have constant phone calls. I'd like to know too, like, are you saying You've called them and they haven't returned the last four phone calls. You've emailed right. them and they, they haven't returned. Are they ghosting you? Are they totally ghosting right. you or just, hey, I'd like to be called more often than I'm getting called? Which is it? Right. But bar complaints, when things really get out of control and, and you're really being neglected by an attorney, that usually gets their attention right. as and well. And by bar complaint, every state has a regulatory agency and right. you know their, their bar association right. that sanctions lawyers and... Um, and keeping client contact is one of the things that their people are supposed the to do. The mere threat of a the bar complaint, of a bar complaint usually get gets you a call right. back. Right. Uh, it doesn't do much for the relationship, but right. Yeah, it could sour the relationship, right. and that's a problem as well. But when bar complaints are made, lawyers usually have to respond in writing. It takes a lot of time. It's a pain in the rear, even if they're frivolous, and, and yeah. maybe most of them are. But um, they take them very seriously. Sometimes they even have to hire their own lawyer to handle the bar complaint. So nobody wants that. Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.